Hello and welcome to the 6++ Plus Show, a podcast for your wargaming and 40k needs. Hobby talk, tactics, tournament reports, lore and much more. We have it all. Please welcome your host for the evening, Tom. Alright. Well, hello there everyone. Welcome ladies, gentlemen and LGT FAQ writers to another wonderful, superb, sublime episode of that 6++ plus plus a plus show. Uh, I am Davey, uh, aka your boy Swissly, AKO, uh, aka even um, Bugwatch, whatever you want to call it. Just the guy. AKA you... sleep deprivation. <laughs> sleep deprivation. The guy your baby tells you to worry about. I don't know, whatever. Um, it's lovely to be here. Tom's off this week. Um, I can't tell you why. It's super secret. It's not. I, it's, super, it's a secret for me because I don't know. Um, <laughs> he put it in the chat. Today, ah, yeah, the chat's for losers. Um, but not this chat, this chat's awesome. Uh, but I am here to kind of try and guide you through our team's wonderful journey through to the LGT this weekend. I am unfortunately not going, however, I have three wonderful people who are alongside the several hundreds of, L- of six plus pluses who are also going. So, first of all, we will find out what they are doing this week and how they are. We will start with our dear leader. The wonderful Chris Tull. Chris, how are you at the moment? I'm ill. Right. Yeah, I'm ill. That's yeah, mate, proper sick, mate. Um, I've got my Lensip here. I've had my, my night capsules, um, you know, prepping myself for the weekend. But no, other than that, I'm very well. How are you, Davey? Well, I'm good. My understanding was you were supposed to get sick after LGT. That's why you go to LGT, then you get the lurgy from the nearly 1,000 people who were there last year and then you're sick that but you've done it the other way around I think yeah you know I like to change it up you know so you know I'll be I'll be bit as a fiddle after LGT whilst you guys are all you know dying so that'd be fun absolutely alright nice nice you've not been painting doing anything this week well like any top player out there I have been preparing for the weekend by painting a brand new army that I'm not actually taking to the event. Um, I have not been painting for like a month and just recently I was like, you know what? Grey Knights. It's finally time I painted my Grey Knights and I want to play my Grey Knights. So I've had got um, a scheme and I'm working on my first five um, Grey Knight Terminators and I'm actually enjoying painting them. So uh, good time. Didn't you do a poll on, was it YouTube or something, um, saying what do you think of this scheme? And the other comments was just... Uh, complaints about them not being grey or silver. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's this one guy who um, has randomly posted on some of us stuff before, and this time his comment was, "Well, it's not grey, or it's not silver, so therefore it's not for grey knights." Like, well, it quite clearly is silver. Um, this can't get more silver than the silver I've gone for. It can't please everyone. But yeah, I've gone for like a um, almost a chromatic gold, uh, gold silver with like a blue hint. Um, and yeah, I'm, it's looking quite nice at the moment. So uh, looking forward to that and looking forward to getting them onto the table. Thinking of becoming a Grey Knight main for the upcoming um, UKTC season. We will see. I'm a You're main. Unless, in, bad. unless I am not a main. I mean, I'm a main until I'm not a main. That is how I think our team works at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Played one I, game, new main. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's switch it right across there. Uh, to below Christopher, the wonderful Edward. How are you, Edward? Yeah, just was busy. <laughs> it's 
it's life, man. It's it's kicking my ass. It's uh, looking forward to LGT and then being off the week after, though. So it'll be yeah. nice to have a, a bit of a break from the. If the audience doesn't know, Ed's actually a Magic the Gathering man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I've been practicing really hard, and it's definitely not that I was up until like one a.m. or whenever it was watching the uh, the, the the grand finals because uh, there was a uh, the big worlds uh, of magic this weekend. Stop it, Ed. Stop talking about magic. We're losing listeners. It made me really, really envious, actually, because like the coverage was great. Mm. I was just like, why can't we have anything of that? It's level? very good quality. Um, Don't you yeah. slag off my boy War Games Live. <laughs> is he at LGT? Yes. yes. yes he is, is he really? Yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> oh, sound. <laughs> All right. We'll have actually good coverage in, in a UK event, which is very rare. And uh, I'm slagging myself off because I've been part of one of them. Um, Mikey's coverage is good, but we just don't have enough. There isn't like it's not easy to consume good tournament, um, you know, in Warhammer. So man, it's 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 so expensive, and actually, like to get all the kit. And actually, most of the people who want to comment it actually would rather play. Yeah. I think it's very rare to get people like War Games Live Joe and Adam Canaloni mm. uh, who will like just who will commentate over playing. Hey, right now, I'd I'd commentate over playing because I'm still not sold on 10th. It's better than it was. It, I will give them credit. It is much better, but I'm still like, um, I'm not chasing the uh, the top top of the event this year round, which is weird, actually, because last year I was playing fucking Leviathan Warriors. The year before that, I was playing um, Orc Buggy Spam. So, like, those two years, I was playing a list that could win LGT. I'm not saying that I could have won LGT, but those lists could have won LGT. Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. this year, I'm just like, <laughs> Chain Cannon Go Burr. Um, Great on the Yeah, it's a very different class. experience. Ed is not chasing the top tables of the LGT. In other news, I am not chasing a Kardashian. Moving it over to Jack. Hi. <laughs> I've kind of, I went undefeated at a 220 person UKTC event. All right, back, all right back to your home. Well, I was in the edge. Yeah. Well, last year when I was a 40k main. <laughs> last year when I cared about 40k. It's fine. I'll get back into it. We've got a teams event. Teams events are way more fun, so that will give me more motivation. Very much so. Very much so. Cool. Moving over to Jack, the second best ginger on tonight. How is it going, Jack? <laughs> It's going great. Um, I'll be honest, I'm fucking hype for LGT. Um, so I'm I'm ready to go. Everything's painted. I've got nothing to do apart from just be stir crazy at work, waiting for Friday to come. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, and you're, I think you're our solo tower player, right? At the event. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the only one on the team playing tower. So. Very nice. Very nice. Cool. We're looking forward to looking at your list when we look through the, the slides later on. But slides. Guys, I love slides. Oh, I've got slides. Slides. It wouldn't be me unless yeah. I brought slides with me. Everyone's you know what so everyone on an slides. audio podcast loves? Slides. <laughs> they love it. Should have been um, here live. Absolutely. Absolutely. All it's right, incentive. Guys. So we're going to move into today's... We're, just, we're going to cut through any kind of preamble, any, uh, any, other, any other kind of chat. We're going straight into the meat and potatoes of this episode. Um... We are going to talk about a very cool thing that we're running this year. It's our first ever inaugural uh, 6++ LGT ACA. If you don't know what an ACA is, it's short for an accumulator, uh, a bet that you put on when you try and guess who's going to win what. So like if, if it was football, you would guess on bet on like six different games, who's going to win 
or there's going to be a draw, etc. And then uh, the idea is that if you get all of them right, you get a big prize. So we're doing that with all of the six plus pluses who are attending this weekend's LGT. I should explain as well, if you don't know what an LGT is, that is a London Grand Tournament. So that's a tournament, the biggest tournament, I think, in the world. Uh, I'm, I think it generally competes with Elvio, right? Yeah, it's just below Elvio. Is it just below? Well, you know what? For anyone who doesn't know what a tournament is, that's oh, I was going to that joke. <laughs> <laughs> we go and play five games of Warhammer. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know what a game is. <laughs> Any, anyone who doesn't know where they are at the moment and what they're doing, what they're watching. Uh, yes, so we, we're going to be talking about that. So I think I've uh, shared my screen, Chris. Are you all right to... Uh, to throw that up on the big on the big yeah, just Bosch, there you go. Bosch, there you go. Um, I, I, I hear Bosch, but I'm not seeing Bosch. Um, oh, I need to hear transition. There we go. There we go. Transition. Seamless. Oh, let's get our faces on there. Oh, for the love of God. Come on. I don't wear these sunglasses in the hat for no reason. Uh, <laughs> there we just wait that one up. We're here. Oh, right. oh no. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah, I think we've got our priorities wrong there. <laughs> So this is a, I so think we got a right. A giant me and a very small. That as a spotlight. Uh, we'll just settle for this for now. We're just going to settle for this. We're just going to settle for this. Let's just settle for this, guys. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. All right, nice. So, um, yes, this this is my home screen. Let's go for the next slide. So we're going to have a look at the faction breakdown of LGT as a bit of a preamble with a few questions for the guys to see. Who knows their LGT uh, from their you and me? I don't know. Right, cool. Uh, so, faction breakdown, we've got Marines at number one at 126 players. That's quite a lot. Uh, that is more, nearly more than double the second largest faction, which is Eldari, which our dear leader, uh, dear leader Chris, is, is, is involved in that 66 player. After that, we've got Necrons at 51, CSM and Tau both at 43. Tau with a really big show in here, guys. I think that's quite a surprise, no? I think a lot of people have, like, Tower have always been a popular army, right? It's just they've not been good for a while, so people haven't taken them. Not but... only have they been a popular army, all the shit that's been good for the last two editions. It's the same stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it's the same stuff. It's uh... Play that same song again. All right, yeah, yeah cool, let's go. <laughs> I, was tem- <laughs> I was tempted to bring Tau, and then I just thought, ah, balls to it. It's, uh... yeah, you had too much self-respect to play Tau. No, I really enjoyed old towel because i can't punch people in melee i'm just like yeah i'll, I'll leave it oh out my there. god we need a this time last year show with ed <laughs> um do you remember when <laughs> you remember when with ed um cool and then we've got uh custodies which i i you know uh all 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 a lot of custodies players saying that um a lot of people actually who don't play custodies saying they've been absolutely slammed into the ground 42 players say Mm-mm, i think it's pretty good yeah, I think our Custodes players feel pretty happy about how Custodes are at the moment. Yeah, I agree. Uh, everyone knows Custodes players whinge, right? Like, they whinge real hard when they're not, like, above oh, 75% yeah, yeah. win like, rate. So. so there are a few communities, that, typically, that are just the worst in how they understand their faction and complain. Custodes players, uh, Eldar players, when they're below, you know, a 55% win rate. And this isn't everyone. This is just sort of like the general on the online discourse. There's like, um, yeah, it's, it's world. Uh, no world. Eaters players are just masochists. Very. Yeah. Very true. And then we've got a Tyranids, which is a pretty low turnout, but I think it's a very in, uh, indicative of just how strong that book is. We have then have T-Suns, 
uh, Grey Knights, Guard, Death Guard, uh, Orcs. So, so I should be saying numbers here. So T Suns at 33, Grey Knights at 32, Guard 28, uh, 27 for both Death Guard and Orcs, Demons at 25, Chaos Knights at 24, although I've got Chaos Knights at the bottom, so they're 26. Uh, World Eaters at 24. Oh, that's an interesting one. I see Anthony Vanella's taking World Eaters as well. Uh, that's quite interesting. Out. They slap. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, the Chaos Knights at the bottom are mixed chaos, I believe. I don't think it's Chaos Knights. Oh, I think you're right. I think it's mixed chaos. Yeah. I think I've just written in mixed because I, I was I won't lie, I was doing this quite hurriedly while trying to change nappies and throw babies in beds. Um, we also have Leagues of Otan for twenty OP Leagues of Otan won a GT last week. Um, I hear that was am I, so. Just side note, I hear that was quite controversial. No. Has anyone heard anything know. about that? I, I get all of my news from YouTube thumbnails. So, um, yes, I do believe Votan ROP now. Okay, right, right. Sweet, sweet. Well, um, I think the um, the Votan win was because they took, like, 18 Thunderkin and played into, like, perfect matchups for five games. Oh, then they played Knights, like, four times or something. Yeah, I think oh, that was sick. the potential. Wait, people are still playing Knights? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, apparently so, Ed. <laughs> No, no, no. Like, Chaos Knights are good, but, like, Knights Knights? Well, 18 people actually are playing Knights, followed by GSC at 16. Um, obviously, still a strong faction, but that whole, have you got the models to do this? Mm. Uh, Drakari at 14, Sisters at 12, and Admech at 12, uh, with the bottom one not being Chaos Knights, being Chaos itself. Um, so, guys, a couple of questions on this. Uh, I've been looking at all the player bases yep. going to the event. And on this podcast right now, we have a Lidl, a Chapman, a Fawcett, and a Tull. But whose surname is most represented at the LGT this weekend? Oh, I know. I'll, I'll let everyone else answer, but I know the answer. Smith. No, no, no. Out of our names. Oh, uh, oh, um, James. No, no, no. Out of the four of us <laughs> here, Chris, Jesus out wee. of the four surnames <laughs> in this podcast, which of us has the highest representation of our surname at LGT. Out of the 755 attendees, how many tulls are there? Chapman's... I was going to call you Davy as your surname. <laughs> Davy Davy is my name. Davy Davy. Anyway, I think you get the premise. Yes. I can believe it's, it's Chapman, right? It's common as dirt, that name. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go Chapman. Uh, the answer is Fawcett. The answer is Chapman. Oh, shit. <laughs> there's, uh, right. there's a few faucets that hit UKTC uh, circuit who I've never talked to and a no relation of mine. But what I feel like I Mike just find them like, who, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, uh, yeah. I think and he's like he pretty taking... decent as well. Like he, he, he pops up every so often. I see him like nearby. I'm like, ah, oh, I should find you and talk to you at some point and then never do. There is uh, one little as well, uh, but it's a different spelling to mine. So Is it like the L-I-D-L? L I D D E L L, so inferior. Bit of comedy there for our British viewers or German. It's actually Chapman. What is the most, for a bonus point, guys, what is the most common faction among Chapmans? I'm going to hedge my bets and say Tau. It is Tau. It is Tau. Okay. We have one here. And of course. It wouldn't be. Let's do the same with with uh, first names. There's a David, Chris, Jack, and Ed on this call. Which name is the most represented? God, it's not that. I name. I know that because I I wanted to know how much competition I had for top Jack right at this event, and there's a lot of Jacks at this event. I'm not going to lie, but Chris is also an incredibly common first name. 
Um, I'm going to say Chris. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I've escaped this with David. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. true. <laughs> so you're going to go with Chris. Chris, what are you going with? Um, I'll go Jack. Yeah, Ed? Uh, I'll go Dave, just so we've got one of each. Oh, very good. It is actually Jack. Yeah. Oh, okay. There is a lot of Jacks. Yeah, I've got a stiff competition. Oh, God, are you Jack off. <laughs> this is disgusting. I saw that coming. <laughs> hey! And then the last question is a little bonus question. Uh, there's a lot of... How many 6++s plus pluses are there going, Chris? Do you remember? 16, 18. I think. 16 6++s. Only one of us does not wear a large jersey or higher. Who is that person? Dave Murdoch. It is the wonderful Dave Murdoch. I just want to point out that these are this is sportswear equivalent. So a larger does not mean you're a big lad. It's just a normal size. It's just length. <laughs> they just get longer. Really get wider. Uh, yeah. Just point yeah. that out there for anyone who hasn't met us in person. <laughs> I um I've got a extra large which is just a perfectly normal fitting t-shirt. It's like it is depressing. It's just comfortable. If oh, Franco wears medium apparently. Yeah, but you haven't got an actual six plus plus shirt, Franco. So there uh, go. yeah, Franco's is a is a day walker. <laughs> um, so let's uh, let's quickly have a look at the, the comment the, the chat before we we move on here. We've got Sean Capwell saying, "Re first comment, well done, Sean. High fives." Um. <laughs> We've got some Geordie from Scrivo. Scrivo, I'm, Scrivo's just commenting hate all the time. Hello, <laughs> Pickleax. Hello, Rob Kimpton. Um, Stuart Lee. Not, not the Stuart Lee. I would be very happy if it was the Stuart Lee, a very famous comedian. If you haven't watched him, go and watch him. He's very funny. Um, but he said he's got two kids under 70. Hopefully, this inoculates him from the LGT flu. Um, <laughs> I don't know if nerds and kids uh, share the same flus. I think they probably incubate them within their communities before spreading them back into the world um, afternoon from the from this i imagine that's a state so hello sindri how is it going mate all good um lgt legendary great tournament yes it is it's pretty good actually i'm gutted i'm not going um but it is a very good tournament now that they have more uh food trucks um l wuzzle yeah 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 our, our good friend l wuzzle we can see the slides as a reflection in my glasses. So <laughs> we can do that next time, Chris. Don't worry. Good enough, he says. Um, moving down. Uh, do you remember when Death Watch were viable two weeks ago? Ed does. He'll be doing an episode on that in about two years' time. Um, <laughs> I've got I've got the army behind me in pieces because I was going to take it to Leeds. And then I was like, ah, oh, fuck, what am I? <laughs> <laughs> So I can reminisce on the time I didn't even take an army to a tournament. Um. Brad says there's someone else with the exact same name playing as the same faction as him. So that's interesting. That's a good competitive, uh, like a good competition to have, right? Um, hopefully you, uh, hopefully you toast him. Um, how is six plus plus going to comport with triple tights at the event? Oh, is there triple tight? Is is that does Jack have two 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 siblings? Uh, yes, because there's his dad. Well, there's his dad and his oh. brother. His sibling. His father. Yeah. His father. His father. It knows from Norwich. Are they just going to come in and absolutely kick all of our asses? Oh, dear. Maybe. I, don't, Maybe. I think we're doing pretty well into the, the tight clan at the moment, right? Uh, well, recently. We've got one win out of about... <laughs> out of 45 games. Yeah. Uh, how many, win how many times have we played him recently? I think it's just that once, right? Well, at, <laughs> at no, I did. Playing Leo uh, Slam, he played into Jack 
Paul and Jamie East, but he did lose to Jamie East. So, you know. Well, okay, it's still an increase, but it's less yeah. of a thing to brag about. So <laughs> It's no longer 100%, which is the important thing. Well, with three no, tight joints, Scribble says we're in a tight spot, obviously. Very good. Yeah, very good. Well done, Vidro. Um, moving down. Sorry, just joined. Is this the faction breakdown? Ah, yes. Yeah, sorry, apologies, everyone. Chaos Knights, ignore that. There, uh, that's just chaos on its own. And yeah, that's it. Right, moving swiftly on to the next slide, guy. Before, oh, never mind. The slide's gone. <laughs> no, no, Jack. Jack, I did have a question. I was like, backwards. He has the technology. Really? Oh. Well, holy shit. Okay, so um, one thing I was just looking at was uh, like, is there any factions you think are like? Like shot way up or gone way down, like from what you thought it was going to be. Ooh. Tau. I'll be honest. I fully expected the Tau to be out in force. Yeah, yeah. I think people no, are just waiting, waiting for it. Thousand I'm Suns surprised. and Grey Knights are interestingly high. I thought Two Suns were good. Oh no, though, because they got the nerf. Yeah, and it was pretty bad. I'm surprised at Thousand Suns. Yeah. yeah, I'm surprised there's still so many Thousand Suns. I'm surprised there's so many World Eaters because they were like an endangered species. Um, pre-data slate, but they've all like crawled out of the woodwork now. And a lot of people do have um, World Eater armies from the end of ninth. And with these staging ruin ruins, yeah. um, ruins, they can see they're actually in okay spot. I think. Yeah, Death Guard's pretty high there as well. I was going to say that was in the bin before, right? Yeah, the, the same number yeah, as Death Guard and all is crazy to me. Death God is still a bad faction, and I can't wait hmm. to be vindicated post fucking LGT. Oh yeah. So for those who don't know, Ed still thinks Death God are rubbish, despite Death God. Death God. Some that's because I have watch. functioning eyes. He's never lost to Death God, is his claim. So, so we no, no, I, I have lost to Death God once. Oh, okay. Uh, it was uh, the guy, one of the the guys from my last team. Um, really loved a guy called John. A fantastic player. Just and, as a quick admittedly, side. I lost to myself because uh, I forgot that he had a character behind a wall that it could heroically intervene in. But you know, that's reminiscing again. I'll stop. <laughs> Granddad will go back in. As, a, as a quick aside, I don't know if anyone's read the World Eaters um, index recently. I know it's like kind of easy to overlook with not no one. They did a index in depth on it. So if you want to find out more about World Eaters, head over to our YouTube page after this show and check out his um, his thoughts on world eaters some of the rules they have in that index are freaking nuts like good, yeah. they're so good <laughs> i have no idea how uh how they were in the state they were before i'm guessing they were just hideously overcosted. oh but, um, yeah yeah the point yeah, I am, that's what it was it was a very high price on everything i'm actively terrified of playing against world eater players at this event they can deal with custodies better now as well like it's still not going to be great for them but previously <laughs> You could you could multi charge one brick of ten custodian guard. They'd fight first and just pick up everything you charged into them. Now you can slam with them with two units and be like, okay, cool. You kill one of my units, but the other one mops you up. So yeah. there's actually and they fight on death as well, right? They have fight uh, on death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So very nice, cool. All right, we're well, moving swiftly on. Um, so we are uh, inviting you to take part in our first ever six plus plus Aka. So you can scan this QR code. It's going to be on every slide moving forward. So don't worry if you lose it here. Um, all you need to do is you click on that. It'll take you to a form and you need to enter the wins for each six plus pluser um, who is uh, who's going to the event. So you'll be able to see each one. You'll be able to choose between one and five. I didn't have the foresight to put zeros in the form. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to say that I just believe that everyone in our team will at least get one win. <laughs> and I'll eat my words next week. Um, 
and we have prizes. So I will be donating a Farseer on bike. Um, and I uh, know that Tom is donating some Black Templar champion something or other. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, some prizes. That's cool, right? Um, so all, and it's free to enter. Free, guys. Absolutely free for you. We'll be launched, We'll be telling you the winner on Discord next week. So make sure you are part of the Discord or else you won't find out. Um, unless we talk about it on the podcast next week. But just join the Discord, all right? Do us a favor. Um, cool. Nice. So we will crack on. We're going to tell you about each one of each one of the six plus pluses attending this event. We're going to talk through their list very briefly. And uh, then the guys are going to tell you what they've predicted, how many wins this player is going to get. I I mean, what an, what an enviable task of uh, guessing how many wins our teammates are going to get at an event. I'm sure this will cause no arguments whatsoever. <laughs> Luckily, I'm the host, and I don't have to tell you what I think. So that's good. I think you should take part as well. I think that'd be uh, no, the I'm best afraid. for all. Oh, oh, and I've got to run the deck. It's very difficult. Um, yeah, yeah. First, uh, you. That's very um pennywise. <laughs> oh god it is, isn't it? <laughs> the intensity oh, behind the eyes. Yes, indeed. Uh faction oh, ring weight is forty-eight, same as his age. Um <laughs> Paul so, James, by the way. Paul James. Paul James, yeah. wonderful Paul James. He's not forty eight, he's the same age as me. Um so we'll just, I'll quickly run through his list, guys, and then you can quickly give me your one-sentence kind of review of that list before you tell us how many wins you think Paul's going to get. So Dark Angel's Gladius Task Force. He's got an apothecary biologist uh, with Bolter Discipline. He's got Azrael. He's got a captain in Terminator armor, a librarian in Phobos armor, five aggressors, one attack bike, 10 Deathwing Knights, 10 Hellblasters, three Inceptors times two, Infiltrator Squad, five five man a land raider redeemer if you don't know what that is that's the one with the heavy flamers awesome at overwatch and a scout sniper squad five man chris what do you reckon about this list um it's got lots of nastiness it's got the deathwing knights to um hopefully come up the middle of the board it's a classic paul james list i love it and uh and, and Chris, uh, how many wins do you think this is getting? I have said Paul is going to get three wins um, in this event. I think, I mean, I so across the board, I've been quite negative with my um, with with my predictions, but I do think Paul should definitely get three with every opportunity for four. Uh, just a quick one for those in the chat: Can you confirm you can see this? Because my live preview is saying it's showing you the last slide, but um... <clears throat> we can see it. We can see it. Okay, perfect. Cool, cool, cool. Ed, what do you reckon to this? So, I've played against this list, and I don't want to say I smashed Paul, but I smashed Paul. Here's the thing. In classic pre-event gaming, this is the game where we got all of our stupid mistakes out of the way. This list terrifies me. I think it's really, genuinely good. The aggressors with the harm assist, they sit in the, um, the Redeemer, and it gives them such a big threat range because they can advance and shoot, yada, yada. Basically, this thing fucking slaps at range. It slaps in melee. It's really tanky. I think he's going to get four wins. Very good. I'm, I'm, I'm in with you, Ed. I've played this list, um, played against this list, and it is pretty... How do you deal with a problem like this? Uh, it's very, very... Toughness 10 chassis and still sweat. Yes, absolutely. Jack, what's your take, mate? 
Uh, I've us down as four wins as well. Um, we got the, the Deathwing Knights are the sort of quint, one of the quintessential meta uh, bricks, road roadblocks, um, hard unit. You know, um, so that's like, always a good thing to have. A lot of people just won't be able to deal with that. He'll probably get a win off the back of that straight up. Um, and then for the rest of it, uh, the Redeemers and oh, Aggressors, that's what they're called, um, give you like a huge amount of zone control. People, There's going to be a lot of people that are going to be able to deal with that. And for the rest of it, Paul is just insanely well-practiced on his Dark Angels. He knows them backwards and forwards, and he can probably outskill several people, like several dozen people several hundred people at this event um off the back of that uh so i yeah i, I fully back him to get four wins on this one yep. hello Ozzel. uh yes it is aggressors with bolters yeah i i just want to say i'm a little disappointed in you chris mr paul james number four himself from teams always pulling out that uh always the four that four out of five Just yeah four. he's definitely getting the fours yeah he's never getting pulled a good two three at the last event so I'm, I'm finding a halfway house here fair fair um i think that this will win four games but i think it, he, he would potentially get a fifth game however he's going to get tired from moving around more models than he's moved for the last year i think that's going to be the big <laughs> barrier all right moving on to the next one we have franco mcdonald here um Famous medium shirt wearer. Uh, <laughs> Franco, Franco is taking Bellacor as his warlord, the Lord of Change, the Everstave as the enhancement, Shalaxi Hellbane, the Blue Scribes, Nurgling, three Nurglings times four. What? No, no, it's a unit of four. Three units of four. Four, right? four units of three. Four units of three. Okay. Oh, because they're battle line. Sorry, my bad. Um, one unit of six flamers, one unit of uh, two units of three flamers, uh, two units of five flesh hounds, and three units of three screamers. Cool. The true demon lord, Edward. How is the true demon lord going to do at the I, LGT? I think purely as a reflection of how the army is doing at the moment, I think he will get through three wins out of five. Not as a reflection of his skill. I think he's. Uh, I just think demons aren't a great spot at the moment. I'd, I'd love to be proved wrong because I'm playing some, but uh, I'm not. I'm not sold that they have the tools to consistently get the uh, the higher placings at the moment. All right, Jack, how are you feeling about this one? Uh, I've also got it down as a four-one again. Um, I think, um, you, I think Frank is going to win some games off the back of Shalaxi standing there and being. Just, just saying, lol, and killing a whole army, um, and I think for the for the rest of it, Frank's on a roll. Um, he's got a lot of momentum going into this one, um, so I think he has a lot of potential to just outplay a lot of people. Um, what with the the, uh, I guess the breadth of skill across the whole event is so wide. I think it's very likely that he's just gonna just outskill quite a few people. You're not just gonna give the same answer for every single person. <laughs> Jack Chapman, politician. <laughs> politician. Please, Dale North. Everyone's going to get four. I was hoping to make it to at least four predictions before I got rumbled. Hey. No, that's, that's, that's absolutely fine. Um, Chris, how do we feel about Franco, the TDL at the LGT? Um, yeah, so Franco has played so much um, sort of demons and has played so many of the matchups, and his games are always really close. 
Um, so I went for three wins, but that could so easily be four. Um, it just depends on whether he's learned enough in like those close losses um, to kind of tip it over the edge. But he's really good at reflecting on his games. Like whenever he loses games, he's always able to pinpoint the reason why and learn from it. So if he gets those matchups he's played before, um, four wins. Um, and if he kind of gets these new ones, and which he might just then come out on the um, the worst end of a of a close game. That's very reasonable. Very reasonable. I will tell you, I do have the data in front of me of what people have predicted for Franco already in our wonderful ACA, please scan and get involved. Um, 13% of people so far believe Franco will get two wins. I don't think they know Franco. Mm. Um, I personally think Franco uh, on his own will get three wins, but if he brings his misses like he does to every (laughs) family, he'll get four wins. Good luck, Sean. I think she gives him the edge in the tournaments. He also has the benefit of Bellacore being OP as hell, so, you know. Ah, yes, of course. Spoken like a true Tau player. (laughs) I've been there, buddy. I've been there. I want to shoot him. Uh. All right, next one. We have the wonderful Lee Jones. Um, (laughs) So, Lee Jones is bringing Custodes. I think it's his first ever tournament with Custodes. Um, And he's bringing a Blade Champion with Ceaseless Hunter, another Blade Champion with Inspirational Exemplar, Trajan Valoris, as his warlord, um, oh God, my brain cannot work this out. Um, five custodian guard four times over, yeah, two, two Alaris custodians, two warden, uh, five wardens, four witch seekers, and a Calidus assassin. This list taken straight out of the pre data slip, out of the Aaron's pre data slip, Aaron's pre data slip. Uh, but fair play to Lee, if you've uh, if there's a good thing, why break it? So let's move on to this. Jack, what, what are we thinking about Lee Jones here? Uh, Lee Jones with his wonderful custodies. Uh, I've got Lee down as um, three wins. Um, I think he, like, I I'm, have zero doubt in my mind that he, he knows how to play this list, obviously, because he's been playing it for longer than most of the other custody players have been playing a similar list. Um, but I think that custodies have been whacked quite hard. And I think a lot of people, when they write lists, they think, right, what do I have to kill? Can I kill Custodes? I think Custodes are generally quite high on the sort of hit list <clears throat> of things people have got to deal with. Um, so I, I think he's got a disadvantage on that front. Um, but uh, yeah, I I think three wins is, is more than more than likely. Probably, probably closer to three and a half. Um, but yeah. Very nice. Can't Very get nice. a half win, so. Chris, how are you feeling about Lee here? So Lee and I have played, been playing 40k for like five, six years together now. Lee's a really, really good player. Um, he just doesn't play anywhere near as much as um, the rest of us. And so because of that, he doesn't necessarily have experience going into matchups. He's very good at working them out and coming out the right side of them. But there will inevitably be like one game where he just doesn't quite get it right. Um, Having said that, Custodes' game plan is surge to the middle, use those staging points, and then slam home. And most of the time, that's going to work. Um, but as Jack says, I think there are just a few matchups where that could be problematic. And if he gets those sorts of matchups on the wrong type of mission, where he can't kind of like dominate the primary, um, I think that'll um, hold against him. So I think on the um, so on just on averages, I've said three wins, um, but 
as I will keep on saying, it's always just got on such an, we have to remember this, right? If you're going to a 30 person event, you can plan for the meta. When you're going to an 800 person event, it is pure luck. Some of us here who were saying could get four wins, they could just draw the bad matchup five times and um, just have a miserable weekend. It does happen. Um, so on averages, I've said three wins for me. Very nice. Speaking of it does happen. Here. Yeah, back in the day, I went to Coventry with Tao and I played Demons four times. Yeah, I played Knights four times. With, someone yeah, will get screwed over times. this weekend and someone will have a great time and get great matchups and we can't. I think, I, yeah, I think you're right. Can I check here? The faction win rate of Custodes is 40%. Uh, it's because people are bad and they haven't adapted yet. Don't worry about it. Is that right? No, it's it's not right. It's correct in terms of that is what the stat is. It's incorrect in that people are mouth breathers and are playing custodial poorly. It's right, but it's not morally right. right. <laughs> okay, okay. Ed, what what do you think for Lee here? Uh, Yala haters, he's going to hit on that four one. I don't know Lee super well. I haven't. I don't think I've played him myself, but uh, I I know he's been playing for quite a while. And uh, I have big faith in this Custodes list. Like, if you haven't played into this, you're going to be surprised at how tanky it still is. Um, my list is designed to bring the guns. And I played Aaron's Custodes, and I bounced. And it was disgusting. Uh, so all I'm going to say, I think this has got a really good uh, chance of, you know, because it, it plays the way that it did in ninth. Let's be real. It's not like he hasn't got loads of experience with them if he's played them previously. So. I think he's going to be absolutely fine. Yeah, I think Lee's going to do great here. He's going to do great. Cool. Moving on to the next one. We have the ethereal Tom Lohman with Leagues of Votan. If you don't know, Tom is our resident Votan main. He is bringing um, an, an air champion with a praising glare, a Carl with grim demeanor, who is his warlord. He's got 10 Hethkin warriors times two. He has a... I can't pronounce any of these words. My brain is not taking it. Brock here, Thunderkin, uh, three of them times two. Uh, ten Aenea, Hearthguard times two. Uh, two of the squads of bikes. <laughs> and <then laughs> two <laughs> Land Fortresses and two Sagittar. Um, For anyone who doesn't speak um, Votan, which is going to be most of you, that's two squads of the basic troops, uh, two squads of three of the guys with guns, Two bricks of Terminators. The two guys sets of bikes. With guns. Yeah, the big fuckers, the chunky <laughs> executes. Uh, two of the big tanks, two of the small tanks that split your units up. So, yeah, after, uh, you know, Tom hopping on the meta after Votan won a GT last week. Um, so, you know, Tom, so we have to apologize on behalf of Tom. He does like to jump on the latest fad. Um, <laughs> and now he's just jumping to Votan. So, back to Chris. Chris, let's open with. Um, with what, what do you think? How do you think Tom is going to do with the Vortan? Um, so I played into uh, this list or a very similar list, uh, list um, like last week. It's a super close game. Um, it's I don't think it's particularly Tom's style. Um, it's very much I'm going to sit here. I'm going to blap you um, and move slowly into position. Tom's likes kind of like more movement based and janky stuff. Um, Votan shooting is incredibly strong. They've now got an extra um, 200 points and that sort of thing. I think so. I mean, like in our game, they were just, it was really, really close. And I think like Tom only just lost it because mainly of cards, um, but also just maybe the odd couple of mistakes which will come about from not knowing the faction that well. We should shout out that he did just go 3-0 and win an RTT um, at Winchester 
something or other. He oh, wanted, hang on, he did put it in the chat once. He wanted us to uh, shout out. So Tom went to an RTT um, at the weekend in Winchester, and it was um, run by Winchester Rogue Traders. There we go. That was it. And he said it was. Um, he said it was a fantastic event. So thank you very much, Winchester Rogue Traders. Um, so he's got those three games in. It's very much going to be, again, does he run into like a top-end player who knows their list really well, then Tom will probably um, struggle. But I went three wins because it's a good list and um, it's a minimum of three wins for Tom. Very nice, very nice. Well, I can tell you that um, 48% of people who have currently entered the sweepstick believe that you are correct, Chris, and he's going to get three wins. Ed, how do you think Tom's going to do with Votan? Four and one. He's going he's gonna, to... like I. For people who haven't played against Votan, again, this is very similar to my custodian's analysis. Like, man, it is tanky and it slaps. And uh, yeah, the field is so, something we haven't really talked about is the field is so large that you're probably going to get one actual game. If you're a, like a decent player, you're probably going to get one game against someone who's like maybe as good as you. And then you're going to get one game that's like a really good player. The other three games, you're probably just going to sort of breeze through just on odds because there's so many people who could turn up to the LGT that don't go to other events who are like, were good five years ago or are good but don't play enough so yeah i think he's gonna absolutely roll through 4-1 uh i'm all aboard the the sagittal train beep beep ed have you said 4-1 for every player so far uh i don't think so no i said three for franco i'm sorry franco all oh, right okay so but it's his army it, it's not firmly the, uh... putting the, the boot in franco there cool um... <laughs> nothing personal i just hate the man <laughs> <laughs> Jack, how do you think Tom's going to do with the Vorti? Uh, I think we're looking at a 4-1 here. Um, I think people aren't going to be prepared for Votan. They're not necessarily going to know what they do in 10th edition. And I think this little secret weapon he's got going into this is... Um, Guns. A, I was going to say the fact that there's... Well, actually, yes, because there's a ton of Tau players at this event. And do you know what Tau really hate? As a Tau player, do you know what we really hate? Uh, it's toughness six, two up armor save units with minus one to wound and minus one AP. If you take a unit of crisis with also client blasters, as 99% of the tower players have, they can't kill that unit with six client blasters. It's very bad. Um, and so I think a lot of the meta is going to be very weak against the particular defensive profiles of Votan. So I think it's got a lot of potential to, um, up, to pull a few upsets and uh, pulls three surprises out. Very nice. Well, I can tell you all that 16% of people who have entered so far believe that Tom is actually going to go 5-0 with this. So, that's, uh, that's a mental. spicy take. That's a, that, is a, that is the hottest of takes. <laughs> hold on, uh, hold on. Let's, let's make sure we've got the stats right. How many 5-0 players are there going to be? 755. Let's say. So. Uh, right, we're looking at, I think, 24 for my quick napkin maths there. Okay, maybe it's it's hard to get into the top twenty-four. Yeah, so that's that's uh, that's sixteen percent of people. So I believe he's going to go five or um, no fair play if that's if that's what you think. Cool. I mean, as I say, there'll be a a bit of a surprise, but uh, let's see. I'd be so going. happy if any of us go four and one and five zero because we are currently tenth in the country as a team, right on the knife edge. So any opportunity to bump us up. I, I agree with Jack, though. That, that, the, the Terminator profile that these guys have is, is pretty strong, right? So you never know. You never know. And Tom has got the skill set to do it. So let's go. 
Then moving on to Golden Ticket, Mr. What you call it now? Charlie in the Chocolate Factory himself, Rob Kimpton. He's got the golden ticket, guys. Uh, Just Rob in time for his faction to get fucking wrecked. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Can't wait to turn up. <laughs> absolutely nerfed faction. Um, so he's taking, obviously, a real space raiders. Uh, he's bringing an archon with the art of pain, uh, Lelith. And then we also have, in terms of battle line and dedicated transports, we've got. 10 Cabalite Warriors times 2, 5 Racks times 2, 10 Witches, one ra- uh, 2 Raiders and 2 Venoms. Oh, yeah, 2 Raiders, okay. Um, 2 Kronos, 3 times 5 Mandrakes, 3 times Ravagers, 3 ra- Reavers, and 3 times 5 Scourges. 3 times 5 Scourges, that's awesome. Big fan of that. Um, and we've also got the Ravagers. I think he told me he had 29 Dark Lancers in this list. Love to see it. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone's happy. No, no, it's it's. I'm really sad for Rob. It's not the start of the list that he he wants to yeah, play. Yeah. This Drakari wants to play more melee, but uh, he's got Lilith in there, so at least there's one melee unit. Ed, would it change your opinion if um, if Rob had actually already entered what he thinks you're getting, and it was three wins? That's what I've got for myself. I don't back myself to do particularly well at LGT, but we'll get to that. Um, okay. I, I I think that Rob has a... The, the, I'm going to rate him way higher than everyone else. I think Rob might do a 4-1. Rob is genuinely one of the most experienced Drakari players in the world at this point, which is so wild to say. But he's been playing them since 8th edition. He's been consistently hitting those decent results. He hasn't, you know, he hasn't been hitting the like top event wins, but he's been getting really consistent, good 4-1s for the last sort of five years. Uh, I'm not saying he's definitely getting a 4-1, but I wouldn't be surprised at all if he pulls out the hat. All right, nice. Uh, no, I think, I think I've think i seen I've seen Rob play this, uh, play Drakari quite often on um, on the old uh, TTS, and he, he just knows things so well. Like, it's just second nature to him. So, hey, ladies and gentlemen, write down four wins from Ed, because that's a big kind of spike there from Ed's predictions. Uh, Jack, mm-hmm. over to you. Uh, I've got uh, Rob Dunn as a 3-2. Um, I, I do think he's fighting against the uh, inherent struggles of the Drakari faction. Uh, but he is practiced out the wazoo uh, on, on the old Dark Elder. So uh, he's got a lot of potential. I fear that he's maybe going to lose a game very close just because someone just like takes Deathwing Knights and goes <laughs> and puts him in the middle and he can't get them off and he just loses by like three points. I can see that happening very easily. Um, but yeah, so yeah, three, two for, for my opinion. Very nice. Chris, how do you feel about it? Um, so, I mean, I've spoken to Rob and seen him play on TTS and stuff and he's a really, really strong player. I think a lot of people out there don't necessarily, like aren't you experienced into playing into like these kind of like big MSU style lists um and i think just have a hunch rob's gonna have a really good run just think he's gonna get some good matchups and he's gonna go for one very nice um i think i think rob will probably first time meeting the team he's probably gonna get two wins on day one uh, have a few too many beers and then basically middle finger the entire hall and say i'm a golden ticket winner bitches and just walk out Nah, okay, he's, so he's, he's, a, he's a functioning adult. We don't have to worry about that. <laughs> no, I know. Rob's a great guy. Just being silly, Ed. Um, all right, over to the next one. Oops, we've gone to back to Tom. Aaron Wilson. Look at, this. 
that picture <laughs> is that picture has less gray hair than I expected it to have in that beard. <laughs> he is a salty, sexy guy, like salty, good, like salty, salt and pepper, not salty as in angry. <laughs> Let's just reword. He's a sultry, sexy guy. There He's we go. A sultry, sexy guy. That's what I like to say. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're talking about uh, custodies again. Oh, does my does my brain deceive me or is this? Oh no, this list isn't exactly exactly the same as. Uh, He's only got four blobs of four. Yeah, four blobs. So we've got Blade Champion, and then we have another Blade Champion with Ceaseless Hunter. We have Trajan Valoris as the Warlord. We have four Custodian Guard four times over. We have four Prosecutors, who are the Flamer Sisters. Is that right? No, who are the what are Prosecutors? Pro- prosecutors are the um like the police. <laughs> Oh yeah, the, the coppers. The, okay, the yeah, prosecutors are the police. <laughs> the police. They are the fuzz. The <laughs> cool, the cops. Uh, yeah, yeah, cool. And so I guess they're screening. Okay, um, we have uh, two uh, two Alaris. We have five wardens, four witch seekers, a Caladius assassin, and Lord Inquisitor Curia Draxus, who I believe has a twelve-inch bubble of "You don't come here." Is that right? I think no. she has a don't shoot me from 18 inches away or closer. I'm actually looking it up. I, I think know. that's her I'm, thing. I'm also aggressively wrong. I'm pretty sure that you're right with the prosecutors being flamer people. I just No, the witch seekers are the flamers. The prosecutors yeah, witch seekers are, flamers, are right. just the basic girls. Oh, and I'm pretty sure Draxis is it's like an, uh, the, a unit can't be shot outside of 18. Yeah, uh, right. She has been no shooty, Simon Harris says. Yeah, I've played against someone who's told me I can't deep strike within 12 inches of her. I think, or him. Uh, I'm not sure what it is, but um, I think it's because maybe they had an enhancement. Mm, no, uh, I think it's probably just a case of early 10th edition and someone got their rules wrong. God damn it! <laughs> yeah, it's, well, uh, on a on a two plus, you can't come in with an 18 uh, plus one hit against Imperium Chaos, and then he has a like a six shot indirect sustained hits and uh, you know gun, and then an anti imagery dev wounds flamer thing or not flamer but four shot gun. Huh. He's, he's nice. Someone told me I couldn't get within 12 inches of him with my spore mate. Never mind. Huh. Huh. Anyway. Him. Different because it's a him, I think. Yes. Here Draxis is the female one. Yeah. Draxis, you're right. Sorry. I just, yep, no. You're on, I'm, that's on me. <laughs> right? Well, Jack, you can uh, you can pull it back around now and tell us how many wins is Aaron getting? I think Aaron is going to get four wins. Um, essentially for the same reasons that I think uh Leap's gonna get Leap's gonna get four wins. Um I think uh he's also got the, the weird tech of Kyria Draxas, which we don't know what, what it does. Um <laughs> apparently. Nice <laughs> um yeah, and I I'd say the, the maps are pretty good for custodies. Um he's well practiced into it. Uh, it's a play style that he is very good at as well. It plays into his like natural strengths. Um, so I think he's just going to surprise some people. Very nice. Chris, how do you feel like Aaron is going to do? Yeah, I've also gone four wins. Um, I think in the right hands, Custody's really good. He's got a bit more experience than me um, with the list. Um, like when Tom and I were playing, he was sat in talking about the... Um, talking about the game and um, like just the way he thinks about the combat phase. Um, he's really into like the intricate details of that. I think we should probably earn him one win on its own. Um, so, yeah, he's been in really good form with them. So, um, yeah, I'd say uh, four wins for Aaron. Very nice. 
last but not least, Ed. If I say four, you're going to bitch at me. So, uh, oh, yeah. spicy Five. take. I don't think any of us um, are particularly set up to be i don't think any of us are should be predicted to get a 5-0 but i think out of everyone aaron is the most likely to i think i rate his his chances most highly so i'm gonna say five and five and oh for aaron very nice i'm 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 kind of leaning the same way i do think it'll be a four but i think mm. you're right i think he's it's he's close to a five aaron's a fantastic player um and as well absolutely charms you on the battlefield as well um he will he will batter you and make you feel wonderful about it um Oh, a couple of things in in in, uh, in chat here. VT Kobe, hiya, nice to see us, VT guys here. Nothing can stop small minds landing within twelve inches. Oh dear, is this a start of tenth thing for me? I <laughs> I think you're not allowed to put up like because I think they count as coming in from reserve, right? It's like you set up a new unit. And small minds are immune to the you don't come here bubbles. Hmm. I'll have to have a look at that. But thanks I for wonder if it's the wording of the, the rule is something like they can't be set up from reserves or something in the spore mine. Yeah, that's what most of those rules say. You can't set up reinforcements or reserves or something. Yeah, and they just don't count as reinforcements or something like that. Very interesting. I will have a look at that. Thank you very much for letting us know. Hello, Contact Loss. Nice to see you. Custodies here. Yeah, we've got two Custodies players coming. Uh, we're very happy with that. And Simon Harris, hoping to be paired into you, one of you boys. I mean, there's that many of us, Simon. There's probably the chances are very high. Um, Horde, we are taking. So you will best of luck in that. Um, cool. So interestingly, Aaron is so far out of all the players we've gone through just now, he is the highly highest voted to get four wins out of all of the people so far. So uh, I believe no it sounds like Ed. The people are with you. Sounds good to me. All right, let's move on to Lewis Elms. Lewis is taking a Tyrion invasion fleet. He's taking Broodlord with Synaptic Lynchpin, a Winged Hive Tyrant with Alien Queen. Uh, the Winged Hive Tyrant has the gun, which is interesting. He doesn't have, uh, he's not a combat Winged Hive Tyrant. Um, he has 10 Gargoyles times three. He has 10 Hormigants times three. He has um, one squad of, what? He's, uh, that, that's supposed to be a 10, I think, John, right? Um, 10 Termigants times four. We've then got Biovars, 10 Gene Sealers, uh, three Hive Guard, Three individual lictors, Ripper Swarm, uh, Trigon, Tyranny Warriors with bioweapons, three three in the squad, three Venom Throps, and three Zone Throps. Um, Lewis Elms claims to be Saffron slamming you, but Chris, how do you think he's going to do in this game? Um, so I've played into a form of Lewis's list. Um, I think most people going to this event are not teching for that many bodies. Lewis runs that style list really well, just those kind of waves of denying primary i think certain missions really favor him there's lots of hiding spots um and the wraith knight's gone so i went 4-1 for lewis all right very nice um ed how do you think the very young looking lewis in this picture is going to do <laughs> my well my nemesis i couldn't give him a good score uh, i i'll be honest i don't massively rate tyranids um the, i've cooled on them the more that i've kind of looked at the index and not the index the the codex rules uh, i'm not 100 percent sure that i love anything that's coming out there uh, so i'm going to put him at a three and two uh nothing to do with the army purely player skill <laughs> <laughs> <All right. clears throat> very nice very nice um cool and then jack how you feel about this uh, I'm kind of in the same boat as uh, as Ed is. Not in terms of like player skill, but in terms of hearing it. Um, in terms I, of taking Lewis. Absolutely not. Um, yeah, I, I think despite the boards, the UKDC boards being very well set up for his style of objective focus play, 
Um, I think the sort of raw power in the Tyranids and the lack of damage output, um, I think on a in a larger event is going to get exposed a little bit. Um, I think that he's just going to, you know, stuff is going to be able to just sit on objectives like Necrons and Custodes, and he's not going to be able to deal with it. Is is how that works in my head. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I also I'm not a massive fan of the invasion fleet um detachment i think the vanguard and synaptic linchpin are a little bit better um so but i i think i, I am denied over four and one and three and two for a long while i think i settled on three and two in the end so very it's cool. hard it was a hard decision though he knows the list really well and yeah. like the kind of the invasion fleet thing like suits what he wants to do with it and i think 100 goes there a long way just having a lot of experience with your list um yeah and suiting your style i think that's quite often worth a win in itself oh man reps is just key right it's key yeah. um i'm gonna be real with you guys me and lewis have very different opinions on what's good in turns <laughs> very very different opinions uh we disagree on everything I don't think there's anything in this list bar the Biovars and the Zoys, maybe the Gargoyles that I would tick. The, the Gene Steelers, the Hive Guard, the Trigon. Yeah, man, there's so much stuff here that I think just gets humped at a tournament. And uh, yeah. I think I think I think Lewis's reps and player skill is going to see him through to three wins. Uh, I think that's that's where I am at with this. But best of luck to him, man. We disagree so bad, but I hope for the best for him because he's such a good guy. Cool. <laughs> Sorry, Ed. Sorry. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, then we go to the wonderful, the lovely, the designer of this PowerPoint, John Scrivo. Shout out to Scrivo, who literally created all of these cards um, like an absolute boss. Um, so thank you very much. In an afternoon, like not. It's just. It's no yeah, lead this time. Today. Hero. Absolute hero. Absolute hero. He's taken the dangles. Uh, he's gone for a uh, biologist with bolt discipline, a captain in terminate and arm, uh, terminate armor with the artificer armor enhancements, and then he's got a librarian in Phobos armor who's his warlord. He's gone for the aggressor squad of a six-man aggressor squad, a death, uh, ten deathwing knights, two times three eradicators. A very tenuous point. I know that Adam Camilleri was not happy with those. Uh, looking at a list on meta chases last week, uh, two times three inceptor squads, five infiltrators, a land raider redeemer. A scout squad of five man, a sniper scout squad of five man, and a whirlwind. Very cool. Uh, there's a lot of stuff I like in this list, but hey, I'm not the uh, I'm not the totty on display here. Jack, what do you think about this list? Uh, I think he's going to go for a three two. Um, I think uh, I I kind of like his list very slightly better than I like Paul's. Uh, very slightly better because uh, he's got very the indirect in there. Yeah, yeah, he's got the other the extra tools in there. Um, but I think Paul has more reps than he does. I think I'm pretty sure Paul gets a lot of practice on TTS. So, um, I'm sort of just, just going to barely edge it to him in the sense of, um, getting uh, a couple more wins. So I think John's gonna get a three, two. Um, but he could definitely pull it up ahead. Um, depending on what matchups he gets, because there's going to be so many army that's out there that just cannot deal with the redeemer and the Deathwing Knights. So. Very cool. Yeah, I think that's absolutely fair. I think this has got a lot of flex in it here, right? I think there's a lot of uh, a lot of mission play in here, whereas Paul is just there to stomp you with a bit of mission play. I think 
John's kind really of nice expecting list. to a bit more stuff, yeah. Chris, how are you feeling? So if we look at Scrivo, how he often does in events, um, it's always on a knife edge, that 2-3-3-2. Two, three, three, two. So I think Scrivo is going to finish day one, one, two, because he's going to get some top end player that's going to be like top 10. I think he's going to get one of those players Classic. day one. Because um, Scrivo does like to kind of match into those guys. And he's going to win his first game Sunday morning. He's going to be 2-2 going into that final game. And has he got it in him? I don't, I just don't know. I did put down two wins, but I definitely think it could be three. Interesting. Ed, how are you feeling? So it's it's difficult. The way you've got to look at how John's going to do really depends on whether I'm at the event or not. Because if I'm at the event and he's at the event, we're going to play in round two and I'm going to beat him. So it's not, we're just talking about historical data here. We're looking at trends. Um, both times he was playing Dark Angels, this time he's playing Dark Angels. I'm sure, you know, we're seeing a, a theme here. Th that means he's really got to go three and one in the rest of his games or four and oh. So uh, I've got him at three and two purely because the handicap of me being at the same event is for him. Very good. Very good. Yeah, I think uh, I think uh, it's, it's a two, three or a three, two. But I think for John, he will probably be the highest scoring in terms of uh, favourite opponent. I think John is just the sickest opponent to play against. A very nice guy. And everyone who at the LGT who plays him will be very lucky to do so. All right. Next up, we have Alex Chancellor sporting here his first facial hair. A round of applause, everyone, guys. I'm so happy for him. Very, it's so it's beautiful. Um, so yeah, so the Overlord is bringing a uh, Hexmark Destroyer. Uh, with the Sovereign Coronal uh, Enhancement, an Overlord, who is his Warlord, another Overlord, a two Technomancers, a Transcendent Satan with Sempeternal Weave. Um, he's then bringing a... Why have got you reading Goblin. this? <laughs> <laughs> we could have got someone who can use words. Sempeternal, Sempeternal Weave. All right. Uh, 20 Necron Warriors, uh, Canoptech Reanimator, two Crypto Thralls times two, uh, five Deathmark Destroyers, um, is that Deathmark? No, Deathmark. That's what they call Deathmark Destroyers. Death yeah. No, Deathmarks. That's Snipers. Oh, Deathmarkers. Yeah, the Snipers that, that come in and just... Yeah, okay. Uh, three Heavy Locust Destroyers, individuals, a squad of 10 Lich Guard, and a Tesseract Vault. That last one, ladies and gentlemen, I think is the new tech he's added into the list. Is that right? Tech. This giant. Tech. <laughs> big punching glove he's added to the list. I'm a big fan of just putting a big beater in that people don't expect. Yeah, loves yeah. big beaters. Yeah, me and my big <laughs> beaters. Nice. I think we're on to Ed to go first. So Ed, how do you think this is going to go? I here, I think people are ready for Necrons, and I think that's going to really hurt his chances. So I don't know Alex well. I've only really talked to him once, I think. But from what I pick up, he's quite technically skilled. That is my read on him as a player. Um, however, people are expecting the Necron menace. So I would say 3-2. However, he's won me over with that Tesseract Vault. He's a man after my own heart. He's put just something big and dumb in there. With good reason. Like, I'm not saying it's a bad choice. So uh, that's a 4-1 that's a from me, Super Chief. Yeah, for context, actually. Uh, Alex used to play a guard all through ninth. And he always, like, he stuck with the similar list with a Bane Blade in it, right? Throughout all of ninth. Or most yeah, right. of it. And uh, so he knows how to use the big dumb fist. But it was all how he, how he used all of his other stuff which is really impressive. And I think this really plays into his play style of uh, one big fist and one, like, you know, techie, techie kind of play style. Uh, Jack, how do you think, you, how do you think uh, Alex is going to do here? 
I've got this one down as a two three. Um, I totally agree with Ed on the um, people being ready for Necrons situation. Um, I think that this list is kind of. Uh, I don't think it. I think the best way to word this. Uh, it's it's very similar to the pre-data slate Necron lists, um, in the sense that it's had a lot of stuff taken out of it, um, and then it's just had, it's got the Tesseract Vault put in. Um, so I think in addition to people being ready for it, it's not got any like, I guess I guess the Tesseract Vault is innovation. Like, I'm, again, I'm I'm using words that I don't really understand what they mean. Um, uh, <laughs> I just uh, yeah, I, I think. I'm mainly the I'm mainly on the point with um with the people that are going to be ready for the Necrons. Um, I don't think the the UKTC boards are very well suited for the style Necrons like to play either. Mm. Um, that middle objective is not a great deal of cover, right? Um, it in the sense that you have to be in the open when you're on it. Um, but the uh, yeah the the side objectives as well with those L's, they're not ideal. Um, yeah, I, I mean think. people can jump you, right? Yeah, and and charging people through walls is quite difficult and. Just a bit of a pain. No, fair enough, fair enough. And then finally, Chris, what do you reckon about Alex here? So obviously a lot of people are saying that people are going to be going in prepared for Necrons. There's one thing to be prepared for them. It's another to actually be able to deal with them with their yeah. constant reanimating. And I think, um, so I've gone for Alex for a 3-2, but he's got a Necron blob and he's got a discard blob. And he will just automatically win some games because his opponents won't be able to deal with it. And he might run into a bunch of armies which can just chop through it. And obviously that's Necron's thing, right? I mean, he doesn't have a huge amount of mission playing here. I don't know if he's planning on going um, fixed or not. But um, if he runs into an army which can deal with it, like Custodes, and there are quite a lot of Custodes around, he will just win. It's quite a bad matchup for um, Eldar. Um, and I think there's every chance that it'll be 3-2 or 4-1. So I've gone 3-2 just on side, but I genuinely can see a one where he just goes 4-1 because he just wins on the stat check. Very good, very good. Um, yeah, I think I think Alex will do great. I've played against him with his Necron so far, and I think he's, he's really... He's a really good player. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's top. So he's Alex is the player really I go to with all my rules questions. He's just an absolute pleasure to play, as Tom Green is saying in the chat. Totally agree. He's an absolute pleasure to play and um, probably a little bit too forgiven with me in our practice games. I think hopefully he's not that forgiving at the tournament. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but also, yeah, I think I think he'll do great. I think he'll do great. Um, just before we move on, I want to just call out this, this comment here in the chat. Callum Freeman, I never get to catch you guys live, but having three kids, including a one-year-old, uh, I'm living my 40k life precariously through you guys. Keep it up, Callum. We will continue to endeavour to, uh, to live you a precariously amazing 40k life. Uh, thank you for the very nice comment. Cool. All right, let's get on with it. Next one. Big hypers to 30 oh, people. There we go. What about this guy? What about this guy, Jack Chapman? The most common surname I at the LG. Save us. And first name. And first name. Sorry, first the most common name at the LGT. He will slip in and just be just be like stealth into the uh, into the uh, the event. Um, Jack, before we tell you talk about your list, can you explain is is point three percent better than the average? What does that mean? Uh, my personal win rate is fifty nine point three percent, I think, or fifty three point. It's it's point three better than the average. Tal have a fifty nine percent win rate in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Over the last two weeks, they got. Oh, is that what we're taking it from? Just the last. Yeah, it's it's um, oh, tournaments. Okay. It's two, all two day tournaments, 
since the data slate. Right. Thank you. Very good. Cool. So Jack is taking. Well, Jack, you talk through your own list. Okay. Uh, I got a fire blade with through unity devastation, uh, which means if you spot, you get lethal hits on the unit that's spotting. Uh, I got a cold star with the exemplar, so gets the turn two carry on. Breach team in the devilfish. We got. A Unit three broadsides, unit six crisis with two plasma and one cyclic iron blaster. Uh, we've got a ghost keel, we've got two hammerheads, uh, two piranhas, two riptides, and two units of three stealth suits. Um, someone in the chat did ask why no sky rays. Uh, it's because I got a ton of d6 plus one damage stuff in my list and I wanted to diversify and get some like, higher damage shots in there. Um, and with knights falling out of the meta, the the reliability of hammerheads goes up a little bit. Um, and uh, there was another reason I have forgotten. Uh, well, oh, yeah. Think about it. Let's, let's ask. Uh... Oh, no, go on. Go on. You can do it. It feels like nothing has fly anymore because fly is terrible. So the benefit of the sky rate goes down slightly. But lots of things have vehicles and monsters. So the plus one to hit goes up for the hammerhead. Interesting. Good. Interesting take. All right, Ed, how do you think Jack's going to do? And he's sitting right there. Yeah, no pressure, bud. But if you do less than 4-1, I'm going to be really disappointed in you. Um, <laughs> you've been you've been playing really well. Um, you are playing an army that is peaking at the moment. And uh, anything less than a 4-1. Unless you get like a double whammy. If you get two like, absolute top players, you are forgiven. But otherwise, I want to see a 4-1. No excuses. Um, yeah, come back to me on Monday. Jack okay. Chapman, how do you think Jack Chapman's going to do? Uh, I've got myself down as three wins. Um, I I put that down because I think the UKTC train is not very Tau friendly. Um, I think the the angles are quite difficult to get around. I found them quite difficult to get around in my um, in my play playtesting games, um, and I completely and utterly lack any form of self confidence. So uh, yeah, three it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Connor Nichols just in the chat here. Is it just me or is Ed far away from his camera? No, Ed is actually only two feet tall. Sorry, Connor. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, very far away as possible. Uh, Chris, how do you feel about Jack's list? Jack's chances here. I have a question for Jack. How? What is your matchup like into Necrons? Um, I would say pretty solid, like above fifty percent. I rate that because you can kill the Lich Guard block. Okay. Well. I've gone 3-2 because I think you're going to play two Eldari players. And I know you play <laughs> Eldari with a burning passion. That's my prediction. But no, with Tau being like... I mean, I personally, I'm just scarred from like 8th edition. I hate playing into Tau. And they've just got such good firepower. Um, and, you know, there's every every opportunity on the 4-1 there. And I think you are... You do a bit of luck as well in terms of having a run at an event because you clearly are a good player. So, um, yeah... 3-2, but hopeful for a 4-1. No, it's got to be 4-1. I'm just going to shout you both down. You're both wrong. This is why you're both wrong. 10th edition yeah. is an edition where any problem can be solved it by does. the correct application of guns. And fuck me, this list has guns. It's got big guns. It's got small guns. It's got tall guns. It's got wide guns. It's got fast guns. It's got slow guns. You want a gun? You come down to Jack Chapman's gun warehouse. He'll fucking shoot you. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like, there is a gun for every occasion. And not only is there a gun for every occasion, there's six more of the fuckers with the exact same stat line in each list. That that crisis brick, which you're running uh, plasma, plasma, cyclic, is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, which is a great loadout. I'm an absolute believer in that loadout. That will fucking annihilate basically everything. Uh, it is disgusting. It kills. So why is he not going five o then? It. Uh, because then he's going to play like fucking Vic. No. <laughs> sorry, sorry, mate. Uh, yeah, Vic's no, fair. Than you. Fair, no, hundred uh, percent. Or, or you might have the joy of being absolutely brutalized by Porter. It's a great time. Can attest, can attest to that. But uh, ideally, yeah, not gonna... ideally, it'll be Eldar around five, and then I can just blame them for being OP. No, no. Ideally, yeah. you'll get them round one. Then you can submarine to the four one and just have an. Oh, yeah, good shot. Oh, okay. Build uh, Rob Kimpton. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Well, interestingly, Jack, you're the first person anyone's voted for a 5 or from the existing really? entry. And not only has... Is that yourself, Jack? No. <laughs> no, no, Jack, you and, and I'm not saying one person here. I'm saying 20% of all entrants say you're going to go 5 or here. I, um, I, I, think, I think Jack is probably the swingiest one. Out of the entire team, that's what we how it will go, right? Because uh, I think Jack has the absolute capability to go four-one or five-zero. Indeed, uh, I think it depends on on if Jack gets a knobhead opponent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, no, and, and how Jack deals with that, and I mm-hmm. think that's what's going to be the big thing. So as long as you keep your head and you get opponents that are reasonable, I think you'll do absolutely amazing. It's a All lot right. of pressure, guys. It's a, a lot, lot of, of fucking pressure. But also, that terrain could, could fuck you over. But you've noticed it already, and I think that now you've noticed that you'll be able to play around it. And I'm just very more aggressive. Fingers crossed. Aggr- aggressive tower is the correct tower. Just be more aggressive. Yeah, yeah. Be, be aggressive. They want to hide behind a building. Be you can aggressive. see behind the building. Get behind the building. To, to, to table them. Yeah, just table them. Just yeah. do what Ed does. Table them. But uh, back in my day, in my first round of events at town, I was denying their primary on turn two. Um, Brad saying that the UK TC is generally considered good for town. Now, Jack, do you want to give a very quick, and I mean a very quick response to that? <laughs> uh, yeah, so basically most of the UK TC boards have those like little bunkers in the middle. And I think they're very hard to get an angle on safely for most of the tower units because they're not fast enough with the exception of the crisis unit. Um, but even then, in order to do that, you have to expose yourself massively. Uh, and then the big L's offer a very safe position for units like Custodies to sit an objective with a lot of OC, very small um, footprint, and they can hide very easily from stuff like crisis suits. Um, so I think it's very easy to hide on UKTC boards from range, which I think is the main issue that uh, Tower going to have. Indeed. Connor Nichols also believing you're going to go 5 0 here. Uh, L Wazzle, um, do first round parents come out before the day? They do. They come out on Thursday at 2 p.m., I believe. Is that right, Chris? Yeah. 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 That's when they usually come out. That's when ah, they yeah. You've put it in the chat here as well. Um, Simon Harris making notes. Jack Chapman, be aggressive and unruly. Throw him off his <laughs> game. <laughs> yeah, Please. absolutely throw him off his game. Um, all right, and just a reminder, guys, you can scan this QR code to play our six plus plus Acker, and for a chance to win prizes, including but not limited to a Farseer on bike and a Black Templars champion model. I'm not sure what Tom told me that's what it was. Um, I'm not. I, I couldn't describe it to you if you asked me. All right, next slide. 
Jamie East with his death guard. All right. So we all know what Ed's going for here. It will be another 4 1. Right. Um, <laughs> Two characters Lord of Virulence, uh, Mortarian, who unsurprisingly is his warlord, and Typhus. Other units include Deathstroud Terminators, three mans, and he's got two of those. He's got three Blight Haulers. He's got three Plague Burst Crawlers. He's got three times three Nurglings. And you know what? He's went, I need some more vehicle support here. I'm putting in two Brigands. This is a spicy list, man. This is this is a lot of chunk here. Um, let you know what? Let's go straight. Let's let's rip the plaster off. Ed, how do you think this is going to do? Two and three. It's Death Guard. Two. Three. All there is to say about it, Jamie. Uh, nothing personal. If you win more than for every game that you win over two, I'll buy you a beer. Um, so there's some motivation. But yeah, no, I just think Death Guard a dog shit. I I really don't get the hype. And uh, like I say, I'm ready to be proved correct. <laughs> All right, very good, very good. Jack, how do you think this is going to go? I love the Death Guard now, and I love Jamie. Um, but Death Guard don't love every other army in the game, unfortunately. Um, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> I think I really want to say three two, but I don't think, unfortunately, it's going to happen. Um, I think it's much more likely for a two three uh, as well. I just. <laughs> I don't know, man. Just, they, they, they're all style and no substance right now for Death Guard, I think. So. All right. And Chris, how do you think uh, Jamie's going to do? Sponsor of 6++, my AI, Chris. He is um, absolutely our sponsor. Um, Jamie has one style and one style only, and that is, fuck it, I'm pushing. Um, and I think that's going to work for him three times. We've gone three, two. Just as another thing as well, I think Jamie's this is, Jamie made a recent faction swap, right? He was playing Knights before, yeah, wasn't he? Played, until very yeah, recently. He played Death Guard for most of Knights. Oh, okay, well, yeah, the Knights was definitely more of a hiatus from Death Guard. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. And it suits his style. He played Sisters for a while, um, and he kind of just kept trying to shove them out, and that didn't quite work. But Death Guard, obviously, in theory, works a bit more like that. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, very good, very good. So best of luck to Jamie with Death Guard. We hope it does well. Well, I don't know how this is going to go. I think um, we've got Simon Harris saying here that that list will run over some casuals. We all know the LGT will have those. And I think it probably edges towards 3-2 here. Um, Daryl Langs, yes, we do have a CSM player. Hold that thought for the very last slide. All right. Uh, next up, we have, oh, this guy, not him again. Who's so, uh, it's Edward Fawcett. Um, all round great bloke Ed Fawcett. Uh, he is all talk. round great bloke. First time I met Ed, I didn't like him. True story. <laughs> really, you've really uh, hung on to that one, Ed. Don't you? Yeah, yeah. I'm starting to think about genuinely hurt, genuinely hurt me. So, <laughs> you don't know, me. I uh, I awarded Ed with his first place trophy by saying the first time I met Ed, I didn't like him. <laughs> Yeah. I had to bring him down a peg, all right? I had to bring him yeah, down the reason that that stuck with me is you're not the only person who said that to me. So uh... Yeah, well, we're working it, man. We're I've been thinking it. it real loud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm not... yeah. <laughs> Ed nickname here. Uh, there, must be a, there must be a good, a good second Ed, impressions are always yeah, Ed's second impression falls. It <laughs> grows on you. Anyway, like Ed. Answer. <laughs> oh... Ed, trendsetter, thought leader, visionary. Please tell us about your um, thirteen. Oh no, sorry, it's not a thirteen ghost. It's not a thirteen war dog list. 
Tell us about no, it. It's got some fun stuff in. So the it's got one stalker who I resent taking, but I have to because I need a character. Uh, six brigands because they are the best unit in the book. They've got all the guns. Three carnivores because they are baller. I wish I could get a fourth in, but I can't. Uh, and then I've got assorted demons. Beast of Nurgle, setting an objective. Really hard to kill, 70 points. One unit of Nurglings, love a second, don't have points for them. They're just a screening unit. Um, the main thing that you can do to shut down knights of any variety is to move block them. Obviously, I can move through walls with a, or over models with a CP, but I'd rather not have to do that early on if I don't have to. Then I've got a Burning Chariot and a Great Unclean one. This is to boost the Brigands. The Brigands have disgusting firepower. If they're shooting the closest eligible unit, it is plus one AP to their attacks. So they still each pump out 12 shots at strength 6 AP2-1 AP2 damage. Uh, the Burning Chariot turns off cover on one unit, and the Great and Clean one makes one unit within 12 inches at the end of the movement phase. Minus one toughness. That means that you can put your big tanky unit in the middle of the table, and I go, cool. It's gone. Where's your next one? Uh, that is the, the thinking behind the list. Very nice. And, and Ed, uh, what, how do you think you're going to perform? 3-2. I think uh, I've been uh, pretty tapped out on 40k. Uh, I'm definitely getting back into it. I've been enjoying the games that I've been playing, but I've been playing a lot of Magic. I've been watching a lot of Magic. Uh, I'm not anywhere near as um, practiced as I have been for previous events. And as I was talking about earlier, it's the first year I'm playing a list at LGT that couldn't win. Like, no one could take this list and win. Um, whereas the other two lists that I've taken were more with a view to do really well at LGT. Cool. Chris, how do you think Ed's going to do? Yeah, um, I went for three wins for exactly the same reason. I think the list, um, you know, no one's really talking about kind of like Chaos Knights as that sort of 5-0 and o faction, and Ed's got the great unclean one. I think he'll just stumble into the odd matchup where he can just kind of deal with the Knights and that sort of thing quite quickly and efficiently. Um, and yeah, Ed's enjoying the Magic the Gathering, which you can't blame him for. So uh, yeah, I went three wins. Such a good game. It is a good game. The, the best game ever invented, so they say. Um, Jack, how do you think Ed's going to do? Uh, I'm going to continue my trend of copying whatever Ed said. Um, <laughs> and say 3-2. Um, so uh, you said it, Ed's heart is not in it right now. His <laughs> uh, heart is, is, is elsewhere. Um, but uh, that being said, it's you still know how to play 40k good. Um, and it, And knights are one of those armies that can just run over someone who's not prepared for it so i think it's going to be a a hand handily three two um but uh yeah hopefully a full one yeah yeah i think sam i think uh, right, Ed could probably sleepwalk at three two most for the most part um although i would say just to just uh, with the nice hand i also give the bad hand someone reckons you're going to only win one game in, according to the data at the moment, does it does it oh, say who it is? Yeah. I'm very curious to know who that is. Scrivo, I'm not allowed to tell you who it is. I'm not allowed. That's uh, I'm afraid that's confidential information. So uh, whoever it is, let me know. I I'm, I would love to it's know David. who that is. <laughs> I, I just think it's, it's hilarious. I want to know who's. Uh... It's definitely not. Um, cool. All right, moving on to the next one. We have Chris Tull, whose head is literally the ship. It's not a stretch picture. <laughs> that is horrendous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, that, that shaped. That's uh, that's worrying, isn't it? Yeah. Sorry to break it to you. This is how you look. This is actually what I look like to other people. Well, Chris has lost a lot of weight from the side of his head. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, just a comment here, Simon Harris. Would you guys fancy guess, uh, doing a guess on my list? We would, Simon. However, we are jam packed. We are 
crashing trying to get this done all in time but thank you very much for the offer. uh put it in the the questions channel we'll get to it next week definitely yes. <laughs> yeah. that is a great yes start. we'll have very good guesses i'm sure eldara so uh dirty dirty eldari chris do you want to take us through your list yeah, so um, I had a massive crisis trying to write an Eldar list that I actually liked. Um, you kind of got the decisions of, do you go Incarn, Avatar and Incarn, um, just Incarn, none of the above, do you include Wraith Guard? It just, it really hurt my head. So eventually I decided I definitely had to have the Incarn. And then what did I want to pair that with? I can just think of various ways in which Wraith Guard aren't ideal. So I kind of decided to move away from them and I paired them uh, Incarn up with the Avatar and then went... Fugan and Solitaire are really cool characters. I want them to be in there. And then I went, oh, I still miss my Harlequin, so I want some Harlequins in there. And then the rest are just mission play. And I think every Eldar list does need a Night Spinner um, just to um, just to slow down the bricks, um, stop things from advancing. It's just a really useful tech piece. Obviously, we've seen that top Eldar players like um, Brian and Vic have gone for three, um, um, gone for three Night Spinners which I think is a really interesting shout because I was at two and I was like, he's just not getting enough killing power um, for that amount of points. And maybe it actually it turns out that three is what you need to um, be um, causing loads of issues. I don't own three, so I'd never have, it never even crossed my mind. But yeah, there's some really cool lists out there, three night spinners, and I think they've got to be one of the favourites just because it's so much kind of just like frustration for your opponent to say three of your units can't advance and are moving... Um, Two inches less. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Chris, how do you feel like you're going to perform? Um, so, my list is one which is very much I'm going to hide and score the um, the points whilst an avatar just slams down the middle. Um, it's not got really any rooms room for mistakes. Um, you kind of have to play it really well. Um, I've got a history of doing crap at the LGT. I mean, not many people can say they were one and two and playing Innis Wilson on the Sunday morning. Like, that's quite <laughs> rare. Um, it just happens. Um, I suspect I'll run into at least one matchup which um, I just can't win, like Necrons can't kill them off the objective or something, and I'll probably lose a game from making a stupid mistake because I do that most events. So uh, I put myself down as a 3-2. Very good. Ed, how do you think uh, Mr. Christopher's going to do? Yeah, I think I'm, I'm going to go what I consider to be a controversial take for a good player playing Eldar and say 3-2 as well. I, I don't know. I just like, I don't see the killing power in this list. And that is because we play very fundamentally different games of 40k. Yeah. Um, and you enjoy the, the MSU style more. I just don't know if that's going to do well into the field. Um, I hope you do well. No, I'd love to be proven wrong. No, I wouldn't actually, because um, then that means I have to start playing more MSU lists, and that's just not my jam. I was going to say, who are you, and what have you done with Ed? <laughs> yeah, what you mean, Ed? You played elves? Yeah, yeah. Played, <laughs> played them for one event. Went, this isn't fun, and then uh, stopped playing 40k for eight weeks. Put his first place <laughs> trophy in the garbage as he walked out. <laughs> well, I didn't get any space points for it uh, since I didn't get that heedy rush. Uh, hashtag not bitter. Hashtag Davy's a shit to. Um... <laughs> it was his first event, then me on well, first impressions. Not... Yeah, well, where's yeah. my fucking space points? Oh, I'll give you. A, I'll give you a high five when I see you. Um, <laughs> Jack, how do you think Christopher's going to do here? I think it's going to go four-one, with the caveat that the one is going to be your last game. Um, I think the Eldar are still the best army in the game by a considerable margin. Um, so I think you got that going for you. Uh, you are obviously very well practiced, probably more than 
75% of the field easily. Um, I do think that this is probably not the absolute cutting edge of Eldar yeah. lists out there, which I think is why you might take a, a last round um, loss in there. Uh, but there's a lot to like in there, and I think you're just going to be able to just bully people with both skill and uh, list off of those first four wins quite handily. And then you're going to play Innis and get whacked or something. <laughs> I'll take that, mate. I'm going to play Innis in the final round at 4 0. <laughs> I'm a happy boy. Yeah, I, th- I think Chris is going to uh, four wins and he's going to submarine. He's going to lose first round and then win four games. That's also a very good shout. That's what I think is going to happen. Um, but interestingly, Chris, you have the most varied response rate so far from the yes, current. I was so we, we have just as many people think you're going to win one game as win five. Amazing. One. Someone said one game. Yeah. <laughs> Me. Fucking I, I did that. I, I want to know who's who's rating us at one. Like whoever, like genuinely, and this is this is no salt. Whoever's <laughs> putting that rating and doesn't understand LGT, like the field is so large, it is almost impossible to do that poorly if you're a regular tournament goer. If you're hitting like consistent three twos, four ones, you shouldn't be dropping below that at LGT unless you're playing Death Guard. Um, it's such a like the the last last year I went like two years ago I got um, Hellstone Mikey in round two, and that was just like you know it wasn't what you're expecting in such a big event to get like a well known uh, name. But then the year after that, even in round five, I was playing against him. And I was like, "You shouldn't be here. I shouldn't be playing you at three one." Like, um, I and you know, I this is not to rag on the guy. He was playing Leviathan Warriors, um, and he was playing them worse than I was. So it was like, "Oh, cool. I just don't have to think about this last game." But LGT is such a. He's got such a huge um, number of players, and the amount of actually genuinely good players that will be going is, you know, like an eighth, maybe le- probably less, like a tenth. Of that number so yeah no yeah, one's going agree. So one I, the first event i ever went to after starting back at 40k um i, I was playing 40k for about four months and i had like two thousand points of salamanders in ninth mm-hmm. edition after the nerf so like they couldn't come in and do all the, sh- the silly shenanigans yeah. and i went three two and i was an absolutely abysmal player not much different from now so just to just to like spin off to that any of our viewers who are going uh, first of all please do come and say hi i'd love to talk to you um but also not mid-game if you talk to me mid-game i'm gonna be yeah that's uh if you if you see me around like please do say hi but if you are going you're a less experienced player or you're less confident just go and have fun like it doesn't matter yeah. how you do like the result the best result is you having a good time so don't feel like because i'm sitting here and going like if you're half decent you should be going three and two four and one like that that's for people who hit loads of events like if you're coming here and you like you play a lot of kitchen table hammer you play with your mates um you know and you don't do as well as you expect it's fine just have a good time and you know come to more events yeah absolutely use this as a as a great like um jumping off point to then go to smaller events that are possibly a little bit more consistent in terms of how well, the, the the games you'll play like the level you'll play against and stuff like that personally that's what i would say anyway as a side though if you see me at the event and you want to say hi by some off chance um please do talk to me mid-game particularly if i'm losing and that helps me stall the game out and not have to get bashed oh no (laughs) unacceptable right moving on (laughs) uh cool all right so oh have we missed someone here yeah um, i think lee's at the end i think lee's at the end i think i've done it back to front a little bit but anyway we have ben partington who has bringing uh, Tyranids as well with the invasion fleet. 
So Ben's list is a Broodlord, a Winged Hive Tyrant, ten times two, uh, two times ten Gargoyles, three times ten Hormigans, and two times ten Termigants. He's also got a Biobore, two Exocrines. Uh, I, I believe that's ten Gene Stealers, Lictor, uh, two times one Ripper Swarms for the old actions, a Trigon, and um, I think that's supposed to be three Zone Throps times two. So Ben, uh, Chris. How do you feel about this? Uh, how do you feel about Ben's list going into the LGT? Yeah, I mean Ben. I've known Ben, so Ben was one of um, like the founders of Six Plus Plus with Lee and myself. Actually, um, he doesn't really go to tournaments, um, and so therefore that will definitely hold him back. But he has been putting in a lot of practice, and you can definitely see like he's been sending us our scores and his scores. Mm. And you can definitely see he's starting to improve and starting to find a list that he kind of likes. Um, I think, like, for Ben, it's just going to be not necessarily understanding how particular matchups can kind of go. I think that could hold him back. But, um, you know, he's got a lot of stuff, and that'll be okay. So I've, I've gone for two wins for Ben. Uh, Jack, how are you feeling about Ben's list here? Uh, I've also got it down as two wins with the caveat that um, if he plays against stuff that he's more familiar with, he could easily go to, to three wins. Yeah. He is putting the practice in, and I do want to see him rewarded for that. Um, so he could very easily get to, to three there. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be uh, like a familiarity with every single matchup in the game, which is a ridiculous thing to ask anyway. Um that's going to um, potentially hold him back because uh, I don't think Tyranids are one of those factions where you can just kind of lean back on the inherent power of the faction to um, carry you through things. I think you have to really play well to get the most out of them. Uh, so I think, yeah, it's going to be 2-3. Yeah, you're yeah, absolutely right. There, definitely right, definitely right. Yeah. And Ed, how do you think this is going to go? I think I've got him as a 3-2. Um, I don't like this style of list personally. Um, it's not to say it's bad. It's just when I've been looking at Tyranid's lists over the last sort of two years, anytime I've seen a, a list like this, I'm kind of like, eh. Just, just find the good unit and spam it. But that's a, that's a playstyle thing. Uh, I think... I think I like his list more than Lewis's actually because he can do similar things. He can flood the board, he can play the objective game, um, but he's got the actual ranged threat and the fast threat to deal with um, his opponent's units on objectives more than I think Lewis does without having to like actually walk up and touch them. So I think his enacting his game plan is a bit easier. So I've got him down as a 3 2. Yeah, I think I'm, what he I'm, said. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty much the same, right? I think it's, um, it's a 2 3 or 3 2. And I think. What I like about this is, yeah, you've got the Exocrines, which then kind of synergize with the Zone zone Throps a bit, um, giving them reroll ones to hit. Because the thing about Zone Throps is they swing your shit. Um, but if you're getting the reroll ones to hit, it does definitely make it, um, yeah. make it a bit better. Um, but yeah, and I think it's got one, I think it's got 10 Gaunts more, which I'm a fan of. I think if you're going to play Invasion Fleet, you need to have a butt ton of Gaunts. I know you'll disagree, Ed, but like... I'd love no, to no, see... you, you absolutely do. Like, if if I was going to be playing uh, a gaunt heavy list, I'd be taking a hundred and twenty plus. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really, that, that, that check. I think you do, right? Like, I that's what I took to Goonhammer, and I was like, I don't kill shit, but I certainly do score a lot of points. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, both Lewis and Ben's list is kind of trying to do both, and I think in some matchups, it absolutely can, as long as they know how to how to kind of, you know, as long as they, you know. In game, they smash it. Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing how both of them do. Cool, nice. Uh, next up, we have bum, 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 Dave Murdoch. 
Scrappy Doo himself. Scrappy Doo. Here we go. Um, inevitably, we'll play Stephen Box round one. <laughs> um, always first to the fray. That's because Dave was born just before the first fight ever happened. <laughs> Grey Knight, telephone. And thus Corn was born. Okay, and then Corn was born. Um, uh, we love Dave. Dave is awesome. He's got a really interesting list. So he's got um, three Brotherhood librarians, each with a different enhancement. The first one is First of the Fray. Second one has Sigil of Exigence. Uh, and the third one has Inescapable Wrath. He's then got Attack Marine and he's got Kaldor Drago as well. He has five, uh, five times three Brotherhood Terminator squads. Woof. Um, and two times five strike squads alongside three nemesis dread knights. I feel like Ed, this is a list after your own heart. Yeah, only I don't like the dread knights in the current form, I don't think they do enough damage. I do like that they advance and charge, um, and have fly because of the teleport sword. Yeah, that is true. Uh, but fly is not what it used to be, so that's kind fly of the... ass. Yeah, well, it's not ass, but it's just um, Davy's it background. Um, <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> making sure it leaves next. I can't tell enough. You thought you'd get away with it. We could see. Yeah, uh, yeah no, I'm just going to say I think um, Dave is unfortunately going to hinder himself um, by the quantity of alcohol he drinks. Uh, and I've only been to one event with Dave, and he got he had he had a few drinks. So I'm going to say he's at three two because he'll be incapable of winning that fifth game just because of the, the alcohol consumption. All right, Jack, how do you feel about it? Uh, I've got this one down as a 4-1. Um, I think people aren't going to be ready for the Grey Knights. And I think there's also a very good matchup into Chaos Space Marines with the current builds of Chaos Space Marines that are going around, and they're quite common at this event. Um, so that's that's also a, another strike in his favour. Um, yeah, I, I, I do rate Grey Knights quite highly. And um, and Dave knows what he's doing with open planning for a long time. So, indeed, Chris, how do you feel about it? Well, as a uh, fellow um, Grey Knight main, I do really enjoy this style of um, this style of list because I especially like three librarians. Um, Grey Knight's actually got a good matchup into um, Eldar as well. Um, so I think they um, I put Davis three wins. Um, that's kind of where he goes at tournaments normally. Um, and yeah, Dread Knights are obviously in an interesting place at the moment. The issue of the Dread Knights and Grey Knights as a whole is that they don't have much output. They're all about that movement of being a pain in the ass and um, like denying secondaries and that sort of thing. And Davy Davy's list potentially gives up a bit more in the secondary department. Um, so yeah, I've gone uh, three two. Yeah, I'm I'm feeling the same for Dave. I think um, I, I don't think he's been able to get many reps in recently, and I think that's probably what's going to help hold him back. He plays Jamie, the two Jamies, a lot. Ah, right, okay. So he plays Tau and Death Guard. Um, Tau. The two the... extremes: a good army, yeah. and a bad army. <laughs> oh, Jamie's been using uh, Tau are pretty bad demons as well. So. Oh, demons. Okay, cool. So he gets a little bit of another bad of army. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no well um no i think I'm, i've got dave as a three two he's a pretty reliable three two um reaching up to four one on occasion oh well. reliable oh reliable let me see what uh people have been saying about dave um we've got uh yeah we've got the majority saying three here a couple saying four just as many saying two though so i think there's a very big kind of um majority of people saying uh three with a little bit of edge either way very cool. Well, best of luck to Dave. And then we'll go on to our last one, guys. 
Mr. Lee Churchwood, Blue Steel himself, <laughs> the Dark Prince. Uh, he is taking a Chaos Space Marines attachment with a Chaos Lord, which is undivided, another Lord, which is undivided, a Warp Smith, which is Zinch, a Cultist Mob of 10, which is Zinch, uh, a Nurgle Rhino for that You Don't Shoot Me ability, um, five Chosen, uh, again, undivided, and he's got two of those. He's got an undivided Forge Fiend, a Nurgle Forge Fiend, uh, four Nurgle Obliterators, four Undivided Obliterators, and two times five Slanesh Warp Talent, two times three Nurglings, and the Changeling. Oh, the fucking Changeling. So this is a list and a half. Um, I will I will preface this, guys, by saying that Lee is by far and away the number one uh, most voted player to go 5-0. In the data so far, strong it is. But Jack, what do you think? Five and zero. <laughs> uh, I have this as uh, as a five and zero. I think these this is really well thought out. Um, having spoke to him about it, uh, I think the Caspers Marines are very well placed um, to do well the event just through a the the UKTC maps and and b just the strength of their index. I think they're quite a high point right now. I'd probably put them out there as like a top three, I would say, um, quite safely. Uh, also, the changeling is a jerk, and I hate him. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I reckon he's going to go five and zero. Very nice, Ed. How do you feel about it? Yeah, no, Lee's going to do great. Um, I'm not going to make a second five and zero just because that feels like a cop out. Um, given that I said that, I don't think any of us are going to go five and zero. But I think I'd be very surprised if he does worse than a four and one. Like I think he's. He's got one of the best chances to consistently do well. He's um, He's got a great list. He's a very talented player. Uh, looking at this makes me feel a bit sick, honestly. Just this list is disgusting. Yeah. Um, for people who don't know CSM, all the things that are marked as undivided for a strat can get full rerolls to... Is it hit and wound, I think? Yeah, hit and wound. With also exploding sixes on fives. Oh, is that, no, I think it's only sixes. You've got to do some Abaddon jank to get fives or something along those lines. No, you just it's just fives. Oh, it's just fives? Cool. If you're if you're Nurgle, it's fives, I think. Oh, okay. So the the full rerolls um is on sixes, but then yeah. the Nurgle units not only get exploding hits on fives, they also have a strat to make it so you can't target them outside of twelve inches, which is great fun from all the family. Um, oh hey, look at all those units that are marked Nurgle that you really want to shoot from far away because mm. they have guns. Great times. <laughs> yes. Also, two squad of warp talents. They fucking slap. I am so happy to see them. The only thing I wanted to see was a third squad. Yeah, I think they're probably he's uh, maybe doing a few actions for him maybe in this list because they're super fast, right? They can do anything. They can do actions. You can put them into units. The melee is like pretty decently good. It's, uh, it's what's, Sla- nice. what's Slanesh doing as a um, exploding a... fives in combat? If they ah right, yes, yeah, so they are fighting yeah. them. Okay. Advancing oh, yeah. charge as a strat as well, I think. Oh yeah. Oh, um, but I think you you have to take a desperate escape test if you want to fall back from them, which is great against vehicles. Mm. Or maybe it doesn't work against vehicles, but um, it's just great in general against really elite stuff. Because it's hilarious when you see stuff like custodies falling over their own legs to warp talents. Absolutely, Chris. This is the last, last one of the last one of the uh, of the show. Uh, we need a hot take. 
Oh, a hot take. Oh, one four. That'd be a hot take, wouldn't it? <laughs> um, no, Lee has been on a really good um, kind of like journey with this list. Like, we, he obviously updates us. He's quite active in various discords um, and talking about top end players. And he's kind of he's recently dropped Abaddon to put in the more mission playing stuff. We all know CSM are super strong. They're unbelievably killy. All it takes for them is for their dice to spike slightly up, and they will just obliterate most armies out there. Um, I suspect Lee is on some sort of journey where he'll be 4-0 and and then he'll play into one of the top end players and narrowly lose. That's my prediction. So I've gone 4-1. and one. Yeah, very good. Yeah, I feel I feel pretty much the same. Having played a similar list to this at Teams, uh, I, got, I could not believe the output. It is outrageous. And I think it's definitely a 4 and then it'll find someone who can deal with it and it'll be a 4-1. Interesting, the one person thinks he's going to win one game. So... Is it the same person who's rating? Same guy who's just decided to troll. It's an absolute troll thing. Yeah, I love it. Is it the same person? I I couldn't tell you. I don't know. I can, oh, I, can troll I thought you did, but I'm not going to. Yeah. Um, but yes, and that, ladies and gentlemen, I think takes me to the end. To the end. Do you want to um, look through the podcast questions Discord to see if there's any relevant to the LGT? And then we'll do the other ones um, All right. another time. Give me one second. Just while we're, just while we're looking, uh, I have a question quickly for you guys. Yeah. What faction do you think is going to overperform and under? And what faction is going to underperform at the event? That's what we're finding questions. Chaos Knights with a splash of demons are going to go 5-0 and oh, and everyone's going to be really surprised. <laughs> After I've just said I'm going to go 3-2. and two. Um... Overperform and underperform. I think Eldar's going to underperform for like the general crowd, but I think yeah. the top cut will in the top. Um, is it top eight they go to? Is it top sixteen? I can't remember how they do LGT. I think it's a top eight cut. Uh, anyway, top eight cut. I, yeah, I, top eight they do, don't they? There'll be three Eldar players in there, but I think the actual win rate of Eldar will be fifty or below. There's a lot of bad Eldar players who are going. I think. Mm. Just looking at the numbers, like there's no way that there's 56 of the top players who are yeah, yeah. I think World Eaters, because Anthony Valella's taken them, uh, will do very well. Mm. <laughs> I think Death Guard will do better than what Ed thinks. No. Um, You're wrong. <laughs> you feel bad for your opinion. And that's it. I think Custodies will do well. Oh, yeah. Compared yeah. to the 40% win rate. Still so strong, man. I think that. I was going to say um, World Eaters are going to overperform, um, but you've you taken that one from Davey. Well, my second choice is actually Eldar, because I think people are expecting them to like eat the nerfs, basically, but I still think they're the best army in the game, and people are still going to get like a 60% odd win rate. Um, and I think in terms of overperformance, I'm going to be biased, and I'm going to say Tau, uh, because I think people are just so ready to think Tau are going to get like a 75% win rate. Um, but I think they really heavily rely on uh, sort of like the fundamentals of of movement, and they reward player skill quite heavily. Um, so I think it's going to trip um, quite a few people up, and they're probably going to get like if they had like a forty eight percent win rate, I'd be like, yeah, I believe that. Very nice. Uh, so we do have some questions in Discord. Um, let's make them snappy because quite a few of them. Um, okay, who just will... do the ones relevant to the LGT. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to yeah. So. Who from the six plus plus will do best at LGT, Chris? Oh, thanks. No, <laughs> uh, Lee. Trust me. Ed. 
Uh, Lee or Aaron? I'm going to go with Aaron because I gave him my five and oh. Okay, Jack? Me. No, Lee. <laughs> I think you could put yourself up there. You're not going to because you, you're too scared. Yeah. Too yeah. scared to, to grasp the greatness. Correct. Grasp I also plan on getting legendarily hammered on Saturday. So. Oh, nice. <laughs> All right. Never mind. You're going to go <laughs> fucking two and three. I played, I, I played better drunk. Don't worry. That is incorrect. <laughs> you might believe it, but it's not true. Especially not playing a fucking movement based army like uh, Tam. I've had lots yeah. of practice. Don't you worry. Yeah. Um, who do you want to play a game against at a tournament who you've not yet played yet? Mike Porter. I've played a lot of the like, more famous names now, but I've not played Mike Porter. And being a last year, spent over a year playing Harlequins when he was smashing everyone with them. Um, yeah, definitely Mike Porter. Jack? Um, Innes Wilson, I think. Um, yeah. I... I don't know that there'd just be a black hole of negativity between the two of you. I don't think we the game <laughs> I don't think the fucking hole could manage. You'd all just like it would all be compressed and we'd all just sort of like be drawn into the gravitational pull of the depression between the two of you. I was about to say we have very similar opinions on things. Miserable. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, also, um Team Scotland alumni from other game system and I wanted to talk about them about international events, but that's just me. And I would like to play Mike Fawcett to see if all Fawcett's are assholes. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm your house and shit in your toilet. <laughs> Did I actually do that? Hold on, never mind. Let me come up with another simile. Most most oh, yeah, Fawcett, you've already uh, done that. I have done most Fawcett's are either like hot or cold. Yeah. Uh... Uh... There should be a spot prize for yeah. the first person to moan about the round one opponent. Chris, can you implement that? I can keep an eye out for it. Um, Have a word. I'm um, stopping a miserable I'll, cunt. Yeah, I'll, I'll drop him a, a message. Um, who will have the most bang average LGT performance and why is the answer Chris? <laughs> well, that's from Hannibal. Yeah, I, yeah actually, I've never done better than a 3 2 um, LGT, so 100%. Last year, I came absolute top king of the two threes. So, uh, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, because. Um, yeah, it was, I scored like 450 battle points, but uh, it, wasn't, nice. it wasn't to be. So, yeah. uh, yeah. I think, Chris, I think you're going to be in the top four pluses. Yeah. Well, I think you'll do that. I have a good one. It should, it'll be fine. A 14 of us dropping out. <laughs> <laughs> we should also mention that um, obviously we have a best in pluse award, and Tom is currently um, the reigning champion. He won it last year. And uh, currently, he's sat in the lead. If you look through the cards, I think he's currently like 30-something. I'm like 50th. And then we've got some people who are like 60th and 70th. So uh, told me there was a prize. So there is a, I'd there be playing is, an actual faction. There is a uh, there is a trophy for best in place over the course of the season. And there's multiple of us who just need one good LGT to steal it from Tom. Oh, very good. Wow. My vote goes to Jamie East. For the most bang average LGT performance. Nice. Yeah, he is a good middle of the pack 3 2. Yeah, just with Death Guard, I think he's good enough to make it a 3 2. Ed, what do you reckon? <laughs> uh, not Death Guard. Uh... <laughs> Who's going to come eighth out of all of us, basically? Yes, good question. Oh, you have to uh, I will put. I'll say Dave, I think. Yeah, yeah good, good one. Yeah, good yeah. one. And then Jack? Uh, Tom. All right. Hot take. Oh, that is a hot take. That is a hot Tom's take. Tom's going to win the invitational and then come into uh, 
you know, d- day two for him, day one for us, fucking ready to go. He'd have taken down Carl Grundy, who's his first round opponent. Yeah, yeah. Tower bit shit, so he'll probably win. He'd be fine, yeah, Votan main. He'd take Tower. And all right, and then the last question here for the LGT. Any other questions, guys? We'll pick up next week. But this one from Josh, uh, from Jack Asher, who will be involved in the inevitable Plusop later into the LGT? Probably me. I uh, I tend to draw teammates at Newcastle. Um, the Newcastle GT last year, there were four savvy submariners there, and in round three, all of us played each other. So it's just inevitable. I played uh, Lee Jones, I think it was three tournaments in a row one oh, time. Um, so uh, I'm going to say me and Lee. Not that I wouldn't enjoy that. Lee's a wonderful opponent. He is a wonderful opponent. I just know it's not going to be me because I'm going to be in furious back to back jack offs with the other 14 jacks. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. We're all here for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll video it and we can put it on the YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really milking cool. that joke. Yeah. <laughs> it will never end. Not until I change my name. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Cool. And I think that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for sitting through this. Uh, is there any other questions in chat, actually? Jack says, no. which 6++ will draw me this time? I'd love to play you again, Jack. Let's... Uh... Let's just ignore whoever we get round five and just uh, <laughs> fight each other. You and me. Seems reasonable. Seems reasonable. Well, I wouldn't because I don't like losing. <laughs> just win then. It's yeah. one jack off you can't win. Uh, All right, guys. Well, thank you very much. Um, uh, big thank you to everyone who's been on the show today and big thank you to everyone in chat. Please like and subscribe uh, so that more people can find us and this wonderful content we do. Um, Chris, is there any other content that's coming up? Yeah, so um, Davey did um, his most recent bug watch um, last um, uh, last week, which was really interesting to kind of catch the latest um, tuning lists. Um, and then new one coming this week, by the way. New one coming this week. Um, obviously, next week we'll be recapping like any LGT. I think some of us have said we're going to do tournament reports for it, um, so we'll um, let you know about that further down the line. But um, shout out to our affiliates, Composite Games. Who, um, if you go to the description, you'll see a link. If you use that link, you and use the code PLUS, you'll get an extra five percent off, and they're already like twenty percent off, roughly. So you could be getting like twenty five percent off, and we get a little bit of money from that link as well. So please check that out. And then finally, we do have a Patreon where um, we're kind of in the process of building it up, and we can then start adding more stuff to it once we've got a bit of a base. So um, please do check that out and see if any of the tiers do. Um, appeal to you yeah if you want coaching on your death guard and you want ed to show you please <laughs> sign up we want to we want to see that happen positioning is very one. important for death guard because you have a four inch movement uh <laughs> movement wins games guys and lack of movement loses you games which is why death guard is shit. it's one of the many one. reasons mm-hmm. don't don't, don't, don't join him chris don't join <laughs> i'm him. not at all i see I, it's okay to have strong opinions on I things. Really hope Nobody it. wants to watch a bunch of uh, fucking middle of the road. Uh, you know, oh, I'm I'm on the fence posts. I've got no strong opinions true, until I know true. what thing. Uh, however, I do know the Death Guard are, are um, factually the worst faction in the game. That's probably not true, but they're just not good. <laughs> Sisters are still in the game, so yeah, I I'll walk that one back. They're like bottom three. Yeah, sorry to Simon on Simon and chat about this, but I think Admech still like just not getting any love. 
I've got a buddy who's, uh, who's playing his uh, converted Skaven rat mech. Uh, look out oh, for those. Cool. I've yeah, seen. I've played that guy. A very yeah. cool guy. Is that? I think maybe hopefully he's the same guy, but he was a very cool Jack. guy. Yeah, he's going to play against Knights five games in a row, and he's just going to go five and zero oh and take the world by storm. <laughs> yeah, he can All kill right. two big knights a turn. I can see the YouTube thumbnails now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you won't believe this. Um, super. Well, thank you very much, and everyone have a great weekend. If you're going to the LGT, come and say hello to the guys. I won't be there unfortunately, but. Uh, I'm sure these three lovely faces would love to say hello to you. So we'll call it a day there. Have a great evening and we'll see you next week.